Hi, I'm Holly. I'm Brian. We're the Cares. And this is the Mayband Podcast. Welcome back to the Mayband Podcast. Today's topic is making the shift to freelance work. Meaning what? I was going to ask you that question. Oh, that was your, your topic. Okay, ask me then. So what would you say that is? Making the shift to freelance Becoming work. an independent contractor. That's what I would say. Okay, well, what's the difference between that and like starting up your own business? I don't see that is a difference, right? Is there a difference? I feel like I'm in class, like getting grilled by the teacher. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a difference? Becoming... Is, like freelance work, the same thing as like being in business for yourself? And yeah, because, okay, I'll, I'll say this, the difference I would say is like you could be in business for yourself and basically everything is freelance work or you work for somebody and you could do side hustles. That would be freelance work to me as well. So that's that's what I would say freelance is, is just like a side hustle. I know that's kind of a... Freelance is being your own boss? Mm, I don't know because you, you always got to report to somebody. You know, we have our own businesses, but we're always reporting to somebody. So yeah. that's just the way it goes. Who do we report to? I report to you. <laughs> I don't know who you report to. You report to... <laughs> The Almighty, uh, uh, yeah. and then God she, is our she, boss. she tattles on me a lot. He's not doing like what you want him to do. And, but but yeah. Let's, so anyway, let's get back on track. Freelance I think, work. I think audience or like your customers. Your customers are. Your oh yeah, boss. yeah, yeah. Obviously, everybody. Customers is always the boss. Yeah, like if you're not providing something that people want, then you're gonna get fired. Yep. Thinking thinking back to when I was a, a landscaper, I would think back to people would always be like, "Oh man, you got to do what you want." and you don't have to report to anybody, but I always reported to somebody, right? I, we did a lot of contract work for Walmarts and uh, grocery stores. We just had a bunch of that kind of stuff. And I was always reporting to somebody. Like every time they had an issue, I was the one, you know, like they say, the crap flows downhill. That's literally all it is. It's just like, you know, you got these this hierarchy. Like he, you know, because the store manager had to answer to somebody and then it comes down to store manager. He wasn't happy. It comes down to me. I wasn't happy. Then I go down to my employees. They weren't happy. Okay. So then what, then, then what would be like so much better? I mean, if you're still, if you're in freelance work and you're your own boss, well, kind of, but you're still reporting to people, like what's like so glorifying about freelance work then? Be- okay. Uh, the, the first thing that pops to my mind is risk reward, right? If you're a freelancer, the reward can be huge. It can also, but the risk is also huge, right? If you're out on your own, um, that's kind of the way we've lived our life for a long time. We just get our own businesses and we're like, okay, this could be awesome. And could also really suck because we don't have a guaranteed income. We don't have health insurance. We don't have, you know, and then we always got to think about, oh, we got to pay our employees. We got to do this. We got all these things that we have to pay. Um, But for us having the freedom to uh, create. That's like our ultimate goal is to be able to create. And uh, yeah, so the, the reward is high sometimes, not always, but the risk is also high. Well, I think and having the freedom to like take the time off when you want yes. to take time off. You know, that's huge. Like you're no <clears throat> boss with that and to start your day when you want to start your day. Yep. You know, you're not clocking in, clocking out. Um, Which means you got to have a little bit of discipline. Yeah, but, a little but, bit. Yeah, but the but the great thing about that as the first that like that popped in my head. I was like, oh my gosh, when's the last time I called in sick to work? Like I, it must have been. I used to be a police officer years and years ago, and that was what was it? Two thousand seven. That was probably the last time I called in sick to work. 
So that's pretty awesome. So I would encourage anybody who's watching, just go and do what you want. <laughs> well, do, like, your, do your side hustle. Last time you called in sick, meaning you're still working when you're sick or you can just... Oh yeah, that's a good off. point. There was a lot of times, <laughs> there were a lot of times that I had to work when I was sick. I had pneumonia once and I had to go shovel sidewalks and I thought I was, I really thought I was going to die. So if you work for someone, you probably can. Yeah, I probably would have called in sick. <laughs> well, you just. Yeah, yeah. That, that goes back into the discipline. So I think we should give a little history about um, how we started in like making the, our shift to freelance work. Okay. Because we both started very different like we did not start public sector like yeah the it was like the whole it was like this i don't know i wouldn't call it storybook but it was like holly was a school teacher i was a cop and, and we both went yeah so we both went to college together yep. um while we were married and had a baby went to college yeah. like graduated college <laughs> with a baby we were working full-time school full-time and had a baby it was yeah. a nightmare it was the I think back to, and it was like simpler times for me, but it was, it was really hard because we were both, I was working, I still remember, I was working at Kmart and I was making six fifteen an hour and Holly <laughs> was working at Hollywood Video and she was making like $6 an hour. So we Starting were- Starting off my uh, yep. freelancing to YouTube. <laughs> you what? Hollywood Video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was my start into the movie world. Yeah, <laughs> renting out DVDs. You guys might not even know. Some of you may not even know what Hollywood video is. But, but anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I was a cop, you were a, or oh. you were a cop, I yeah. was a teacher. And then we shifted to freelance, why? Mm, that's a great question. I think it was in our blood. Like a lot, I think a lot of people just have it in their blood. I do. I don't know if Holly does so much. I think she likes safety a little bit more. Why did you? Well, you did first. Yeah, I did first because I don't like, I have issues with authority. That's just, we'll just put it plain and simple. And yet you I, were a cop. And I was a cop. <laughs> I was the cool cop though that would like, I'm not writing him a ticket. I do that same thing. I speed all the time. I'm not writing a speeding ticket. But I have serious issues with authority. I don't like being told what to do. So that's why I started. And then I just, I like, I just, it's just like entrepreneurship is in my blood. Like my whole family is just a bunch of entrepreneurs. That's we. That's just what we, like both my grandpas had their own business. My dad has his own business. My sisters and brothers all work kind of with each other, but it's just in our blood. So that would be your shift. So you went from being a cop, you decided, how long were you a cop, a couple years? Yeah, about three years total. And then you were like, okay, this, this isn't for me. Yep. And you went into business with your family. Yep, which was awesome. <laughs> so you um, bought a bunch of lawnmowers. I don't think you'd ever really yeah. That's what that, done anything like nope, that. You? No idea. Like because I was doing work with my parents, and then my sister came and was like, "Hey, all these WalMarts want a landscaper. Could you do that?" I'm like, "Heck yeah, I can mow lawns." I had no idea. I'd, so I just went and bought a bunch of equipment, and started mowing lawns. I mean, it's easy, but um, you know, trying to fix broken sprinkler valve boxes and stuff that was a little more complex for me but uh, it's easy it's all easy work but yeah that was i think that was the difference is when an opportunity is presented to me i just take it because i don't care like i've i've failed so much in my life it doesn't affect me anymore so like i've failed so many times with business and so if somebody's like hey you want to do this like, heck yeah let's do it i'm in you know and then if we fail we fail um, but I don't, I don't have a problem with failure. That's probably the big difference with us. Like, cause 
Polly is a perfectionist, and she does not like to fail. Yeah. So, but she still hasn't. You well, you started off um, doing freelance, like doing going into business with your family, mm-hmm. and then eventually you kind of broke off and went on my own. You went on your own. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, that's when I joined him and I started working with him, and um, I started taking over the books. I think yeah. I'm, you know, like we each have our. Talents, we have our strengths. Our strengths, and they're complete opposite of each other. Yeah. So when we can work together, it works out well. I took over the books. Sometimes. Took over. It works well for most time. I mean, having a husband wife working together can be hard, right? But I think we work well together, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think so. I think more than he does. Probably. It just gets hard. <laughs> I don't like conflict, so. You don't like. And I don't like authority. Be, yeah. <laughs> which, That's what you don't which like. Which when it comes down to it, she's the authority figure. That is not true. I am totally fine with you telling me what to do. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then we, we did the landscaping. She did. And then she created Mayband in 2012. She was super excited about that. Also super scared. Um, but, you know, she came to me with the idea because... You know, it was like an inspired idea on her part. And she came to me. She's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. And I was just like, yeah, let's do it. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Just because I just love anything new. I, I My whole life, if I can't change like every three years, I'm not happy. So. And I was actually a school teacher before that. So I was a school teacher for like five years, I think. Yep. And I stopped. I quit being a school teacher, went on leave when I was pregnant with Briley. Yep. So it was my third child. And um, just decided, you know, I have three young kids at home. None of them are school. I just wanted to be home with them. And it was just too much trying to work and do that. But then maybe I got bored or God had something else in mind. Because then when I was pregnant with my fourth child is when that idea yep. came. And actually, fourth child named Maylee, May Ben. And before that, I was helping you with. Yeah, she was helping me with my landscaping. With your landscaping. But then, then Maybank came along, and then I kind of started transitioning into that and doing my own thing with that. Yep. And then I did my landscaping, did my own for a while, and then I got tired of it. And then we moved to YouTube, which we do YouTube now as a family. Uh, it's just like a family business we do with our kids, uh, like skits and stuff. It's pretty fun. Like, it's hard, you know, working with your kids. and um, But... Overall, I feel like it's brought our family together. I never thought that was another inspired idea. I feel like it was a, another business we felt inspired to do. And so before we even had any sort of following on YouTube, I sold my landscaping business and I was like, all right, I'm going all in. Okay, I would, let's do this. So I would say that is like another kind of key point. Like some people do it as a side hustle yeah, and, you know, try and grow a business while they have a safety net mm-hmm. of... Um, another income which some people can there are enough I'm not disciplined enough to have you know I just can't I so if I had still had my landscaping I wouldn't have gone 100% into YouTube you know because I would be like oh I got this to do I got this I can't do a video this week so I sold my landscaping and I was like all right we're all in on YouTube and so that's what we did but lucky enough we also had Mayban yeah we had Mayban to help us out for about a year that was our sole source of income while we Grow our YouTube yeah, because we didn't make any money off of YouTube for nine months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was fun. Now we're still doing YouTube, and now I'm looking for my next thing. So, <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> we've done we've done YouTube for like almost four years now, three and a half years. So it's time 
to change my life again. So, and that's the other thing. That's something that we recently learned too in the book, The Big Leap. Yep. So it talks about your zone of genius, right? So there's four different zones that you can be in. There's your zone of incompetence and Which is like all of this. <laughs> that's obviously something that people you don't understand and you're not skilled in, right? So there's your zone of incompetence and there's your zone of competence. And that would be something that, you know, you're efficient in. Most people can do it. Yep. You, you can do it well. Like anybody can pretty much do it. Then there's your zone of your excellence, zone of excellence. Something you're good at. Yeah, right. something you're skilled at, but yeah. it's also something you've more like practiced and established over time. Yeah, so, you so like my landscaping. Yeah, and then there's your zone of genius. Yep. And that's where I think we're supposed to all try to strive to be in, like in our freelance work. And the zone of genius is your natural abilities. And it's like kind of more innate within you. Um, you, it's not really learned and it's kind of like when you get into a flow and you don't feel like you're working, it doesn't feel like work and it's just your flow. Yeah. It's just what you love to do. So like if you can make money at doing something you love to do. So like, what would you consider your zone of, zone of geniuses? I think we discussed this. So we'll, we'll make another podcast about all the books that we've read and, uh, used in our lives because that we've had s such a huge impact from all these books, but sticking to this one, what's your zone of genius? Uh, my zone of genius, I think, uh, is integrity is one and also like questioning. I'm a big questioner. Yeah, she would have been like a great detective. <laughs> grilled him today. I, I don't care. I did it. Yeah. Like curiosity. Like I love That's like right. learning. Curiosity, questions, learning. Yeah, she loves to learn. That's her passion. That's her zone of genius. Mine. Well, let's see. What, so what else? Is that, is that it for you? Do, I, do you I think like that. And then you just kind of like find something that like fits well within that. And okay. do you know what yours is? I don't know. I, th I think I told you a while ago. I can't remember what I said, though. I feel like creating. Like uh, everybody creates. I know. I don't know. What was my zone of genius? I told you. Yeah, it was like. It was like trying to bring joy bringing to people. Bringing people joy. Bringing people joy. Yeah. That's what my I try to make my zone of genius. That's what makes me happy is when. Like with our YouTube channel, when we're out and like little kids recognize us, you know, it's not like it's not like an ego thing, I, I assure you. But it's just cool to see their face, how they have this, this big smile and they come up and like, hey, you're the KJR crew. And it's really cool. And so I think that brings me probably my most the most happiness that I've had, obviously, in a job. Yeah. So I would say that's my zone of genius is trying to bring people joy uh, in just different ways. So. So that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And so we would encourage all you guys to find your zone of genius. That's what, that's what we talk about. That's what we try to talk about with our kids. Try to find your zone of genius and... And play the most in that zone. Yep. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you're going to be playing in your zone of excellence. Yeah, which is fine. That's, that's going to be your job. But as much as you can, play in your zone of genius. And so, who knows? It may... Like uh, we, that's what we've talked to people and they're like, oh, how, how do I monetize my zoning genius? I don't know. I wish we had an, a, just a clear cut answer. Like sometimes it won't be monetized, but it's your zoning genius and you're, you know, you're doing what you love to do. Well, I think that's the kind of the great thing about like YouTube and influencers on social media and yep. stuff now is, man, like we're in a day and age yep. where you can monetize you literally. You literally anything. can do anything you want. <laughs> yeah. That's what, and that's what I always tell people because I know so many people that have these side things and they're like, oh, should I do this? And I know it sounds stupid, but whatever you do, 
put it on YouTube. You never know the, the, how if there's an audience out there for it. You know, I, I, I remember not too long ago finding a channel on YouTube about this guy literally detailing cars. He would speed clean them and he had a huge following and he was literally just detailing and cleaning cars. And so who would have thought he could be making probably hundreds of thousands of dollars a month by detailing cars. And so people like we're just in a different time now, you know, I, I don't know what generation my generation X, I don't know, I'm 44. So my brain didn't understand this three years ago, right? I'm like, you can't, nobody's gonna watch this garbage, you know? But there's just, there's an audience for almost everything out there. So if you have a zone of genius, play in it and- See what you come up yeah, with. Yeah, see what, yeah, exactly. And I also have to say, especially for like moms out there, um, if you're going into your own freelance or going into your own business, like it was a huge struggle for me to balance everything. Like, you know, trying to like, keep stuff clean, trying to like take care of kids, trying to cook, trying to, you know, there's just so many things like a mom and even, you know, dads yeah. and just as parents you have to do. And with finding your zone of genius, like it made me realize it's okay to pay someone else yeah. to do things that I don't like. Yep. Whether that's cooking or cleaning or even doing things I need help with. Like, and I could do it. I'm competent or I'm, I'm even like excellent, not at cooking, but at cleaning, I'm, I'm like really good at that. But, but if I'm going to play more in my zone of genius and I'm going to do more of that, like that's where the reward comes in. That's Delegate. where the fulfillment comes yeah. in. Yeah. And Delegate so, stuff you're not good at. So being able to allow myself to pay someone else to do those things yep. is super helpful. And yep. like knowing that it will help me be better and help my business grow more if I do that. Yep. Because I should be spending my time in the place and my genius and where I'm good at, not doing all these other tasks. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, we got we got so much that we want to talk about. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to keep doing these because they're going to be fun. Um, not that we have like a vast wealth of knowledge, but I think it's just going to be fun because we're just regular, ordinary people, you know. And hopefully, something will resonate with you guys. And I think we just have a lot of like experience. Yeah. Like, Doing so many different things over 20 years. So yep. we have a lot of things we can talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time, thanks for watching Mayban and see ya. Bye.